0: Going now to Pamela Nomvete, um who is somebody, if you've watched Generations, you'll know that she is a baddie. Good morning, Pamela. <laughs> oh, I love it. Um, you, you're Ethiopian born. You come to South Africa. You end up six years doing this yeah. nasty woman that everyone loves to hate.
1: Yes, indeed, I did. Um, well, born uh, in Ethiopia, but of South African parents, um, so that's why I ended up here in 1994. Ah. And so I thought I, yeah, so um, that's how I got here.
0: But it must be it quite inevitable. It's an interesting twerk to 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 be born in Ethiopia. It gives you some sort of yeah exotic. Um, <laughs> <laughs> richness perhaps yeah it's
1: true I mean it does because people always respond in that way when yes. I
2: say
0: yeah I was born in Ethiopia they go Oh, Ethiopia. Wow, exotic How I, I mean amazing yeah you know and I tell you why because you know we we tend to be very Um, uh, supposedly part of a global village but we tend to get stuck and when when, when you say to me Ethiopia I'm thinking of that child and uh, a a vulture I don't even know if that was Mm. shot in Ethiopia but I'm thinking of Mm. Koshioko and those are the images because it's not a place that I think of with with an actress um, and a a vibey city and a place where people go about their business which I'm sure it is
1: yeah, and you're so right. I mean, because there is that idea, isn't it? So that's probably also why people are in shock Exotic also also in Ethiopia. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then it gets their brains working. And it it was beautiful. Um, I remember really loving Ethiopia when I was very young. Yes, and um, just to, to to show that it was extremely vibrant because at that time, Haile Selassie, um, he built what was called the. Um, the African Union headquarters was, in fact, in as- Addis Ababa. Well, that's why I was there, because my dad, he was working for the United Nations as an economist.
0: So um, it could have been you who was the first female leader of AE and not in Korsasana on It could have been you. <laughs> it could have been me. That would have been amazing. <laughs> wow. And, and so, you know, when you, I mean, you grew up there, um, but probably yeah. in a very different way to, uh, you know, we, we, I was chatting with Lisa Chiat about the huge comparison between the way that some people live and the incredible poverty. Um, mm. And, and in, the, in, in the times that you were there, that must have been the case too.
1: Very much so. Um, but it was very much like a typical um, African city in many ways. Uh, Because with um, Addis Ababa, which is, of course, the capital of Ethiopia, you can see the poverty and, you know, the have and the have-nots. It's very stark and very clear. Um, So that's what was quite interesting about it, though. (laughs) that You could see the rich-poor divide um, right in front of you. It's not like they hid it. Um, But... um, So, yes, I mean, the the level of poverty there was excruciating. And I mean, you know, sometimes it does remind me of it here in Johannesburg when there are lots of beggars and all of that. Um, That's very much something I grew up with. Um, So, yeah.
0: Absolutely. Mm, mm. Now, you've already written an autobiography, and most people, once they've written an yeah. autobiography, they say, well, are you done? <laughs> you <know? laughs> um, um, and I suppose I should just tell listeners to to read Dancing to the Beat of the Drum. But we're that also wanting to know where you are post-autobiography and post-generations. Sure. Um yeah, you are right. I suppose you feel like it's usually at the end of one's life that so you're going to write an
1: autobiography. <laughs> but, <clears throat> but mine was quite colourful. So I suppose, in a way, writing it was marking an end uh, of an era of my life, and then thought, okay, I'm ready for the next chapter.
0: Okay, was there lots uh, of was there was there lots of scandal in the book? Not
1: really. I mean, it was quite interesting when I first. Uh, you know, wrote it, and then it was sort of. I was reading stuff from the press in South Africa, where they, of course, they picked out all that stuff. Um, and yeah, you would think it's highly scandalous <laughs> if you read those those newspaper articles. Um, no, I think it was more about just exploring um, one's experience as a, a, a person who was born. Out of a country and had no idea about it in a country especially like South Africa, which was uh, very relevant in the world for many years
2: mm.
1: uh, and then trying to to fit into that when you returned i mean the The great thing is, I must say, I really love and respect my late parents um, and one of the things they did emphasize was you know don't feel any obligation as such. Because you don't know the country, you weren't, you weren't born in it, mm, mm. so um, you know don't feel somehow that you're obliged to to go there and explore it. And he's, mm. and you know often when because obviously as well we had questions, didn't we? You know, you mm, we were exiled. Mm, what did mm, they do?
2: Mm,
1: <laughs> How was it? And and my father always used to say, you know what? There's no point in me sitting here and telling you about that because you'll end up hating something that you have no idea about. Mm, mm. Um, you need to experience this for yourself, which, of course, you can one of these fine days, um, because you are free to do that. Yeah. Um, yeah. And they always yeah. emphasize that. I mean, we always grew up knowing you're South African, but um, my parents also emphasize that you are also global citizens. So you're fortunate in that you have a choice, um, because you know the world is your. The world is yours. 'Cause you're yeah, in it. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, yeah. viva but, to that, sister.
2: But, yeah, and it really
1: was. <laughs> yeah. You know, and I'm really yeah. learning as I got older. Yeah. Because there is all those elements as well, you know, insider, outsider constantly, which I do talk about a lot in the book. This sense of being an insider outsider. And then when you come to the place that you're supposedly from and you still feel an insider outsider. Mm. Um, but I've just Learned to really love and embrace that, and of course, then you had people like President Obama who came into being, (laughs) Um, who is the same thing, you know, a global citizen. Yeah. And 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 as you said, you know, the world has become that really. Mm. 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 So it's quite interesting that to be able to just embrace it completely, and and now it's becoming the norm, which of course it should be because I mean I am a great believer in no borders. You know, yep. uh, we are all children of the earth, and we should be allowed to experience it. Really. Mm,
2: mm,
0: mm. Now, uh, you know, do do you feel that your time in soaps is over? Um, are you are you still available? Do you feel you've been typecast now as this baddie? <laughs>
1: I quite like being the baddie to be honest <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> uh, you
1: guys yeah. Nice. <laughs> yeah. yeah well exactly because um, and especially um, you know being um, a black African actress uh, and in places like the UK yeah you do fall into this rut of the idea of what a black a, a black woman is Um and it tends to be in a way that they find palatable. You know, it's like, oh my gosh, we don't want to see your power, really. So, in a way, it was extremely refreshing mm. to play a part like Nsiki, who was crazy, you know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> quite bold and out there. Because I thought, yes, you know, we do, we are, we are, we have lots of shades, there's dark and light. Mm. And, um, mm. You know, and 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 I think also being a women, a woman, often women are stereotyped, and the, the kind of that that as I say, the 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 power of the female, whether it's good or bad, tends to be want to be you know diluted. Um, so it's only now though, as I've I've grown older, that I've thought actually no, I quite like playing completely dangerous women mm. um, that, that kind of threatened the status quo and the idea of what you should be. So well,
0: Now you know, everyone I, wants I, to be a nasty woman.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's fun, isn't it? I mean, everybody, yeah. you know, everybody wants to play the body. Um, yeah. And she was quite interesting, I realized. But, um, yeah, and a good question is like, you know, am I open to going back to Sophie? Well, I wish that there was, when I, it's it's great being back in South Africa, having been, been away for a while, and I only kind of decided this year that I would, I've been here back for about two years since I left in 2007 again. Um, and at, in within those two years, I've not really felt, I thought, no, I'm not going to go back into acting here. So I have been acting in the UK, um, but really, didn't do it in South Africa, uh, and I think it's because of all the stuff that I went through. I realise now mm. that I thought Ugh, I'm just not ready to step back in there. Let me just stand on the periphery. Yeah. But mm. um, in the course of this year, I thought, no, that's just actually really stupid. Um, it is quite important that I get back into acting in South Africa because mm. mm. actually that's what it knew me for, and um, you know. And I've also been thinking a lot about generations as 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 it were because it, it really is iconic in that it was something very new at the time that it um was here when it began um and it was bringing a whole other perspective um so in a way i thought yeah it's really part of south African's, south africa's history do you think uh, so, do, you,
0: do you think you needed to just yeah. get a distance from it uh, and from oh, where you yeah, were at the yeah, time. yeah, yeah, most
1: definitely, uh because also it was so strange, and that it was remember it was so huge um and became very much about the fabric of became very very much a part of the fabric of South African society, so one couldn 't breathe i mean it's astounding to this day that to be walking in the street and people still behave as if I was on television last night, mm-hmm. i mean it's extraordinary. Mm-hmm. Um, But yes, because I've sort of grown up, I suppose. um, At that time, it was crazy. I couldn't handle it at all. Uh, But now I sort of see the value in it. Mm. Um, So, yes, and I felt... And also because of what happened to me, I thought it's also important um, to come back and be on those screens. I don't know about soap, I'll to be honest. It does seem to be the thing that's still very... Very prevalent, isn't it um on the South African screens, so I may have to
0: um and what about and theater in, in south Africa yeah isn't
1: theater yeah um up to a, up to a point, but mm. um it seems like South Africa's very much about television at the moment
0: okay, okay. um
1: theater doesn't have as strong a place as it once did, mm. and even then, even in when i was when I first came, that's what I realized. I thought, oh okay. You know, television is kind of the thing. Um, So for actors, yeah, they want to sort of eat. Mm. (laughs) You have to be on television in South Africa. theatre is very, in fact, when I'm working in the UK, it's very much about being on the stage, Mm. um, which I really felt I needed to get back to. I I really felt I needed to get back to the essence of why I do what I do. Mm. Um, And, of course, being on stage, you do get that. Um because you actually realise that the arts is something that can be that can contribute um to a society in a in a transformative way.
0: Mm, and you, you um, get and that's what you get that yeah. visceral interaction, which you don't. Um, you know, right. I, I mean, yeah. as you say, you you still have the lingering effects, and people will still treat you as if you were yeah uh, you you were you were on TV last night. Uh, but there's something exactly. about the theatre that's very different and, and much more powerful yeah. and intimate. I think
1: so. I mean, I think it can transform. You, you know, you can transform a life in one evening. Um, but there is the reality that television is the thing that's in people's living rooms. It reaches most people, doesn't it? Mm. Um, So it has its place. Um, So, you know, I hope that also I can contribute to um, bringing about an industry that has other elements to it apart from soap opera, Mm.
2: Um,
1: Mm. you know, that will start to explore more television series, more films on TV, you know, that kind of thing. Um but of course how can I contribute to that if i'm not in and among it
0: are you um, are you you know what i mean Are you busy with a project yeah. or are you looking for a project to come to you
1: At the moment I'm kind of looking for a project to come to me on one level and at the same time also looking to see what I can do in order to create one um, Well, it was quite interesting though because having decided to, literally it was in. I was in the UK doing a play and, um, during the process of that, I thought, you know, I should be really working in South Africa as well. So while I was there, called up an agent here and said, you know, I think I should be working in South Africa. Um, can I have some representation? And they said, yes, okay, we'll represent you. Um, came back and it was all sort of October-ish and, um... In about two weeks of being back, they sent me to a meeting and it was uh, for a film called Forgiven um, to play Leah Tutu uh, opposite um, Forrest Whitaker, who was playing Mm. Archbishop Tutu. Um, and I, I did that, you know, it was like about two weeks filming. But that was, to me, that was kind of a confirmation from the universe, in a sense. Mm.
0: There you were. Say, and
1: well, there you yeah. go. Bada you know, boom,
0: bada bang, bang, you're still, in the movie. <laughs> bada boom, bada bang,
2: exactly. Yeah.
1: You can still be global.
0: Yeah. And how
1: wonderful to be global in the African context in Africa, you know, and I thought, yes. Mm. Exactly.
0: And what a wonderful part to play, Leah Tutu. I mean, oh, she's such an iconic yeah. lady in in uh, in the fabric of our society.
1: I agree, and also one that we don't really know much about, isn't it? I mean, mm. we don't really see or hear much about her. And but yet, he
0: always
2: speaks of her. She
1: was so integral, yes. yes, and their relationship was very special. Mm. Um, and she was really integral to, to, mm. um, to all the things that he did. Um, and and you, he does pay homage to her, yeah. You
0: never hear him speak without mentioning her. And she he yeah. treats her with such respect. Um, oh, it's beautiful, yeah. Yeah. and it's really
1: important. I think. I mean, um, it, you know, the the film is mainly about um, Archbishop and his relationship with the truth and reconciliation. Mm. But mm. I must say, the scenes that, that that are there with Leah, I think, are extremely poignant. Mm. Um, and I, you know, and that's a wonderful thing in itself, showing this wonderful, healthy relationship of a a South African couple. (laughs) Mm, So mm. that in itself, I think, is very important. Mm. And they did have, I mean, they do, they have an extraordinary relationship. So it was quite a privilege. And it was, I agree. I mean, I thought how wonderful to be playing this woman Mm. Um, because it's not like there are a million Plays or films yes. written about uh, the Archbishop, exactly, um, exactly, and and then, then to then have that, and they have uh, Leah there, you know, showing her contribution mm. Mm. to 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 him. It's quite it, amazing. Isn't it
0: interesting? You came back to Cape Town, or well, not to Cape Town, to South yeah. Africa, and yeah. it was. I need to be. You 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 just knew you had to come back to South Africa. And yeah, then yeah, you went from being this iconic baddie to this woman <laughs> who is uh, such a support to a man who yeah. means so many things to so many South Africans. Um, that's absolutely. such a telling transition for you, uh, and, and yeah. especially as you as you share of the transition transition you made having left and then come back again.
1: Yeah, it really was. It was exactly. I mean, it, it, there couldn't be anything more significant. Um, to, to come back, say, yes, I'm going to go back to South African screens and to come back in that context mm. um, was extraordinary in many ways. So I'm kind of looking forward to seeing, you know, mm. how things unfold.
0: And um, Forrest Whitaker
1: is... Oh, my gosh. He's such a wonderful oh
0: actor. And he's been doing gosh. quite a bit of work in South Africa.
1: Yeah. Um, and, you know... I, it's one of those things because you never know when you're working with um, top Hollywood actors, uh, you never know what you're going to meet because you, you have these ideas of people and then you come across them and you work with them. And it's always like you you suddenly feel disappointed because they're egoic or strange. Mm. And especially Mm. their relationship with Africa can be very negative, Mm. you know, Mm. uh, and condescending. So yes, while on the one hand I was, blown away. I thought, what? I <laughs> you know, all my scenes are with him. Mm. Um so it's not as if I was even interacting with anyone else. Yes. Um and I just thought, oh well, so on the one hand, cuz I do absolutely love and respect him as an actor. Mm. Um and I'd never really I never really looked into him as a person as what else he's doing in the world. Um, but, you know, I just had a sense that he just felt like a real human being.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so then when the opportunity came and I just thought, oh, my gosh, this is amazing. And then one breath and then in the other breath, I thought, oh, no, you know, I hope I'm not going to be like, devastated because I'm going to be greeted like this. <laughs> um, you know, eagle, an iconic figure, mm. who's going to be horrendous. I didn't know what to expect, but I am so delighted to say that he was absolutely um, everything we imagine he is. You know, a very humble human being. Mm. And, and and just a, 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 pers- a person who really cares.
2: Mm
1: about the world and people. Mm -hmm. Um, And one of the things I learned about him is that he does a lot of work um, around the world and with the United Nations, actually, in terms of um, really empowering people. And he seems to have a real passion for young people as well. Um, You know, he just really believes in transforming the world into being a better place and has that, great understanding that it lies with the young because they're the future. Mm. He, so he puts a lot of effort in that. I mean, yeah. he, he
0: he was he was doing a, a movie previously where he was playing a cop in the townships and I was working mm. at a college in Guguletu, and the police station is Absolutely. right next to the college and he'd gone into the Guguletu police station to get a sense of what it might be to work Absolutely. in such a place. And wow, he he wasn't too fancy pants uh, to not come yeah. to the college and say hello to the the students, and you, you yeah. know, and that speaks there to somebody. You, you know, some, sometimes yeah. it's all about sign bouts and image, and exactly, yeah, you, you get the sense um, that that's not the case with him.
1: No, and that's like exactly. You saying that, I'm thinking, yeah, 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 that fits with the man I met. Mm. Um, that yes, he's he's, he's going to be doing this part, and then he goes to the college next door, but he makes the effort to go there because yeah. that's his passion. Yeah. Um, you know, and I thought, yeah. So that was wonderful in itself, but also again making me. You know, what was great about that as well is, of course, you're going there and you're thinking, well, you know, um, I'm meeting this basically Hollywood icon, um, and he's an Oscar winner, and of course, people are shoving that down your throat, mm. Um, mm. and so I was nervous as well. Mm. I thought, oh, gosh, you know, but as i was I, and i remember as i was on my way there because i um i did a, a film it was in the uk but um hopefully the 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 director is a man called nicholas beveney and he created a series called kingmakers uh, which is very much about african politics
0: i've heard about uh, that and, i haven't seen it yet.
1: yeah no it's extremely good and um and really because he he's a friend of mine so When I was actually on my way to coming to South Africa, I thought, yeah, I'm done. I've got to go now. And um, he was um, uh, one of the actresses in one of the major roles in the series because he actually filmed it as a series to begin with. So he was doing season one. And um, he said to me, you know, this actress has blown me off last minute. And I know that you're preparing to leave and all the rest, but please, can you help me out? Mm Can you do it? So I said, of course, because I really support him and he's quite brilliant, actually. Um, So I did it and it was, oh, it's brilliant. I mean, I loved it again. Yeah. um, What I loved about it again, it was playing a woman that was um, on the edge, you know, Um, very, but very powerful role. Um, And I said, oh, yes, it's like being in Ziki, (laughs) Mm. but in a completely different context. Um, and he, he, the, in the cast, he had uh, a few Nollywood actors, um, and they basically said to him, why don't you do a film cut so that at least it gets the attention of Nollywood? Uh, so he did a film cut, and that was in 2015, um, and it was screened in the UK, UK cinemas um, and was picked up by uh, Nollywood, um, and it won three awards with the Nollywood, what they call, it's called NAFCA uh, <laughs> awards, <laughs> but it's in fact, and in fact it is known as the African Oscars. Okay. Um, and I won best actress and uh, the film won best director and best supporting actor. And it was fantastic. And, you know, I went to, we went to LA because it was in LA Um and when I was there with Forrest and you know, was this thing of oh yeah, the Oscar winner, and then I thought, well, actually, I am also an Oscar winner, um, and for <laughs> an me, Oscar
0: winner, yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm yes. an African Oscar winner, yes. which is to me more than for me. That's what I'm about. So, you know, mm-hmm. I just thought mm-hmm. it's fantastic, and I thought actually we are in fact equals on this stage and you're on my land. <laughs> so so that was just fantastic in that I thought this is the kind of thing that I also um really want to emphasize while I'm here. And in fact often people that I've spoken to, even in the UK, and they're like, What you won um the the, the Nollywood African Oscars and I mm. said, Yeah mm. And they said, You're you're a best, best actress. And, and, you know, they're blown away. They're going, this is incredible. And I'm saying, I know, right? But um, it's kind of like, and then they're saying, but do they know this in your country? And I said, well, no, I mean, they do know because I told them, but it's not something that's really talked about. Um, so things like that is what I really hope that I can begin to emphasize and push. Mm, um, mm. Because I think Africa, it, you know, has to be, mm. we, in fact, it's not even that the globe needs to recognize Africa. Africa has to recognize itself. Exactly. Um, and I think as African mm. artists, our, our African artists and our contribution mm. to what we're doing has, has to be recognized.
0: Mm. And, and,
1: and I think that is a kind of passion of mine.
0: And it's yeah. also, it's got to be something that we believe in. Uh, because well, yeah. as, as long as we us. consider to think everything that's done anywhere else is better, we're never going to own yeah. it and live it.
1: Completely and and you know, and then you can 't really blame the rest of the world for not acknowledging it, mm. um, because if we don't then what we 're saying is yes we 're insignificant, and I think, and you know what was really fantastic as well because I thought well it 's wonderful when your life when you make a decision and then of course it falls in rhythm with everything else, but um it was wonderful to when I first met Forrest on set, and he said, oh gosh i've been really looking forward to meet meeting you." because you're really famous here. You know, they were talking about you and he said they were telling me about the thing you were playing. So I thought that is really, and I said, you know, I remember saying, because I was quite touched, um, because of course for me, it's kind of um, the first time to be back. And I just said, yeah, you know, yeah, South Africa, um, great love for it. Uh, Because I think that is what's very clear over and over and over again, is that where South Africa is quite brilliant <laughs> is that <clears throat> South Africans really celebrate their, their local talent, don't they? Um, so that in itself was, I thought, well, it's marking what I'm saying I'm here to do. Mm, mm. Uh, because I think we really need to own this and not be apologetic about it. Mm, mm. Um, because if we continue to be apologetic, it's never going to get, to the, the the level of respect that it should get, you know, will never be acknowledged as part of the world. And, and to me, in a way, it was completely in keeping with my decision to come back to act here because I was saying, you know, well, if I'm going to be a global African actress, how can I be a global African actress working in the UK mm. only?
2: Mm.
1: I've got to be working in Africa as well. Mm. Mm. Um, so that's the beauty of it. And Kingmakers, ironically, although he shot most of it in in the UK, but he shot a great chunk of it here, actually. And he's going to be doing season two. He will be filming it here. He's decided that he's got to do it here. So he's looking to co-produce it with um, with South Africans, which I think is just awesome. Uh, <clears throat> and, that, and I do, because of that, I really love and respect it because I, I thought, yeah, I'm really proud of this project. Um, and yeah, you know, it's, it is something that is, um, is a mark in terms of uh, African film mm, mm, mm. Um, and, and, and now hopefully television. Mm, so, yeah, mm. hopefully that, you, you know, when I, it, he should be shooting it here sometime this year as well, and I know that he wants it to be screened here. So I really hope that by the end of the year you will, will have heard about it and you might see it.
0: And the forgiven? Do you know when that's going to be available locally?
1: No, I mean they're very cagey about when that's going to be available. Mm. But I'm, I'm, yeah, <laughs> weird, isn't it? but I would say that um, probably the same thing. It will probably be toward the middle or end of the year, uh, because of course they've got to do all of that, haven't they? Edit it and do whatever. Mm. Um, so mm. hopefully, you know, this year it'll be out.
2: Hopefully, hopefully. Mm, mm, mm. and hopefully,
1: they primary they do at least some kind of screening here, which would be good.
0: I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure it's it's the yeah. time frame, and and uh, as you say, it's sometimes yeah. notoriously difficult to get that out of the distributors here in South Africa. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You'd think that would struggle. be the priority <laughs> to get local <sighs> content. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, but it, it doesn't always work that way. No, no,
1: no. it doesn't. Okay. Often, often things that are done here, then it's premiered elsewhere, um, and then it's a struggle to get it back here. So hopefully that, that because of the subject matter mm. um, and hopefully, you know, because the, the director was very passionate about it, so hopefully he'll insist that there's some kind of premiere here. You know, they might do the big one or something in wherever else, mm. but hopefully mm. here mm. They, they'll have to, well, yeah. well, I would say so. Well, and they- he seemed to be a man, Roland Joff. Was the director, and he seemed to be a man that um, really respected his subject matter. Well, they're so I'm often, sure will want to
0: do a soft opening and uh, ah, right, uh, to, okay, to, to match yeah. uh, dates and um, right. you know, um, other issues, especially if it's a foreign language movie, to try and get it into gotcha. award consideration and all of that uh, that has to be yes, considered. Yes. Um, um, but as you say, for you, it was two weeks, So it, it, it. Um, it, it was an important uh, contribution, uh, but it, it didn't swamp your life, like I can imagine no, six no, years no, of, no, of no, being no. in a soap uh, did.
1: Yeah, no, no. I mean, it, you know, to be honest, in that, in that sense, um, it was uh, very small. It's a very small role. Yeah. Um, because, like I say, the main film was really about the, the Archbishop and his relationship with um, the truth and reconciliation, but incredibly significant, Um, then that's how I felt. I thought, wow, this is amazing. Um, So, yeah, and of course, great, you know, (laughs) two weeks, intense two weeks, but then it's done. (laughs) Yes, yes. Um, I'd like a soap where the demand, but, um, you know, and as I say, I I just hope, well, it's great as well because if King Makers comes and if he's going to shoot it here, it means that it doesn't take me out of South Africa. Mm. and that will take a lot of time but it but at least it's here mm. and at least it it is a series which is also different from doing a soap opera yes where it's a daily kind of grind yes. you know the demand, and people often think because that's how they think of soap opera it's glamorous whatever it's hectic
0: mm. um mm. And, and, it, and, and and it restricts you from doing other projects
1: well it does because you're kind of tied to that that schedule. job
0: yeah
2: yeah
1: that set schedule exactly yeah. Yeah. um Whereas you, with series, it's great because you come in, you do your thing and then you can go and do your theatre or your whatever. Um, so, we'll, you know, we'll see. But <clears throat> but as I said to you earlier, well, it might have to be. I might have to be in a soap at some point. Um, but, but I think now because I know better, uh, I'll try and do it on my terms somewhat. Um, so, you know, something that's not going to take up 24 hours of my life. And I really hope I can contribute to um, really, uh, you know, expanding our industry and, and just encouraging and empowering others. Um, because I do a lot of work with young people as well. I mean, I've created what I call the 10-step program. Um, and I've been doing it since I came, actually, because that was my focus. I've heard of a
0: 12-step program, but not a 10-step program. <laughs> Is it? Well, I've created the 10-step okay.
1: Um <laughs> And it really is to do with, it was more to do with um, building self-esteem with young African actors. Oh, wonderful. Um, Yeah. um, And it's it's taken off and now slowly people have cottoned onto it. So I'm getting a lot of young South African actors coming through. But I also realise that it's something that I can translate into other industries, not just the entertainment industry. So I'm sort of looking Mm. into that as well. I
0: love the way you... you sneak yes. that in at the end. <laughs> because, you know, I think that is so important, you know, especially yeah. if you have a, rec- a level of recognition that you do. Yes. To be yes. to be mentoring others, I think, is so important. Exactly. Yeah.
1: Oh, well, I do as well. Yeah. It's yeah. everything to yeah. me, actually. Yeah. And at this stage, that's what you want to be doing, really.
0: Now, yeah. tell me, do you have a family? Have they been involved with all of this moving? Or is it uh, um, much simpler no, than I that? No, I don't. Um,
1: You know, that's why it's kind of easy for me to decide to go wherever I want, whenever I want. Um, I've never had a family. I've never had kids. Um, I've just sort of taken advantage of my siblings' children, I suppose, um, and justified it and said, well, I'm a parent somewhat. Um, So, yeah, no, I don't have that kind of responsibility. So it is easier for me to just uproot myself from time to time. (laughs)
0: Do do people often say to you, um, how come?
1: <laughs> oh, completely. I mean, it can be quite exhausting um, as a as a woman. You know. Yes, why? Yeah, yeah. You know. Why, and you why, say, don't well, you no. why don't you have children? Why don't you have children? Oh, 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 oh! I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> And I go, well, I'm not. (laughs) Yeah, I've had lots of discussions with people uh, who who have this idea that, you know, what's wrong with you? Uh, When I've said, to be honest, I've never really had that. I've never had that desire because I've looked at my siblings, um, you know, my sisters and my brother, who all have children, and really wanted them, you know. And I just looked at them and thought, well, I don't have that. I don't have that Mm. yearning. Mm. Um, which is why I didn't, because I thought, wow, you know, it's amazing. I don't have that. So, mm. and and I have such a, a, a great deal of respect for parents. I think it's it's something else. And I think if you're going to make the decision to be one, you really have to want, to. Mm. Um, because you know, to nurture a whole human being. Yeah,
0: you've got to see it through day, to the end. Yeah,
1: I, I would say so. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, that it, it was. In many ways, it was a conscious decision, but, yeah, a lot of pressure in in not doing it. Um, And as I said, people sort of look at me like, well, either there's something wrong with you or shame, you probably wanted it and things happened. Um, And no, that hasn't been the case, you know. So, yeah, here I am.
0: Well, Pamela, it's been an absolute pleasure chatting with you. And I'm really looking forward um, to, certainly The Forgiven seems to be the first up um, and yes. and The Kingmakers as well. Um, yes, yes. And uh, I'll keep my ears tuned in to Wonderful. other projects that are going to inevitably come your way.
1: They're coming up, yes. <laughs> and thank you so much. It was lovely talking to you. What a great
2: show. <laughs> Wonderful.
0: Thank <laughs> you for your time on Cape Talk.
2: Oh, bless you. Bye-bye. Cheers.